From the studio under the stairs, it's only the good parts, an unscientific look at life's biggest questions. This is GJ. I'm here today with Lisa. Hey there. And Natalie. What's poppin'? And today's topic is... Dreams. Lisa, what do we mean when we say dreams? Well, let's go to the Merriam-Webster dictionary and get ourselves some definitions. Okay. So first, a series of thoughts, images, or emotions occurring during sleep. Mm-hmm. Or it can be a dream of the future or aspirational yes. dreams. So all of that's in scope for today, right? Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Bias alert. All right, Lisa, have you ever had a dream? Um, yes, Yes. I have. have. Have you ever had a dream gone gone bad or oh yes what about you all (laughs) yes natalie have you had a dream yes sir (laughs) yes um and uh you know coming up on a big birthday here this week and uh, i think i'm still dreaming about what i'm going to be when i grow up so So that kind of dream too well with that why don't we just go right into questions all right shall i start oops sure go ahead lisa so have you ever had a recurring dream if so, what was it? So I can tell you guys what mine is. Yes, please do. Okay. And it's probably because we're going to be going out to visit Natalie soon. This this really comes up. But my recurring dream mm-hmm. is going to the airport and then either I can't get out of the house, like I'm trying to get to the airport, or I'm at the airport and I can't find my gate. I don't know oh. why, but I have that over and over and over again. Huh. I wonder what that means. <laughs> yeah, we could really we could really delve deep into that. I know. Psychoanalyze this. Yeah, can we psychoanalyze my dream? Well, I have I have a couple, but I'll save one just in case it comes up later. So the I I have my recurring dream. It's not the same setting, but it's the same thing happening where I'm trying to run and my legs just won't go. Ooh, are you like scared? I think that's very common. Is that a common one? Uh, yeah. Usually, it's usually not um, that I'm scared, but I'm usually trying to run to like help someone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe there's some psychoanalyzing there too. Sure. There but definitely yeah, is. It's almost like I'm in jello or gel of some sort. Huh. My legs just won't move. Oh, wow. What about you now? I, I have a reoccurring nightmare. Oh. It's nothing like too crazy. I'll just tell you this, the setting is reoccurring. I've definitely talked about this before, not on the podcast, but it's always in the second Scooby-Doo movie in the monster factory, the factory that makes the monsters. Yes. It's, there's, I have so many nightmares in that factory. And huh. usually it has nothing to do with monsters. I don't know why it's in that factory. But the dreams just same, take... Same setting though. But they take place there. Yeah, and it's only nightmares. It's not like regular dreams. Oh, Oh, wow. That's interesting. interesting. Must have seen mm-hmm. that movie in your formative years. Yeah. Stuck with you. So. <laughs> All right. Do you think it's possible to dream hop? So Ooh. dream hopping, yeah, dream is hopping that? is two people go to sleep at the same time and they can join the other person's dream or they can, oh. can join their dream or I don't know. It's endless. So there's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie that they can do that, right? Um, um, where maybe. Oh, like, like Inception? Inception, yeah. They're like dream agents and they can go and be part of the oh, same. Oh, right. Yeah. That movie's trippy. Okay, so do... Okay, I'm okay. I'm going to say... Well, first of all, unknown. I don't know for sure, yes or no. I have not experienced it. So um, I'm going to say no for me, but that's just because I haven't experienced it. What do you I'm, think? Yeah. I have experienced have it, you? I think. Really? Okay. 
Okay. So me and my cousin have been like, we've been, we've, I mean, obviously we've known each other our, our entire lives because mm-hmm. we're blood related, but we're, we've been like best friends, very close for a very long time. And I think it was either this spring or over the summer, she was talking about her dream one day. And I was like, I literally had the same dream in the same place. Oh, and wow. the same thing happened, <sighs> except actually hers was a night before mine. Oh, so, okay. But we didn't, t- but we talked about it after mine. And so, so it wasn't was at trippy. the same time, but it was the same dream, two different nights. And it's the was same, it, like, like, circumstances were Was happening. it basically Shaggy going, zoinks? No. <laughs> no. In the, no. In the, oh in the Scooby-Doo factory? Oh, my goodness. All right, Lisa. Um, so, for me, uh, I don't really know. I think it's unknown for me as well. But I think there was in the 80s, like, a Dennis Quaid movie where, like, they could be in an adjoining room and join people's oh, dreams. Yes. Called, like, dream something. I think I remember what you're talking about. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. In fact, that may have, I probably am not getting this right, but that may have been one of the first PG-13 movies I saw, too. Ooh. Yes. Fascinating. Yes. All right. What did you really think of The Nightmare Before Christmas the first time you saw it? Um, So, yes, this is a loaded question because uh, I have big thoughts here. You know, this is a really interesting one because I have to admit the first time I saw it and maybe the subsequent few times I saw it, I fell asleep on it. Oh. Really? I wouldn't think that's a sleeping movie. Well, maybe I was just really tired. And so then I finally, just recently, actually, just like, it's not very long. It's like maybe only a little over an hour. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing and I'm like, why did I keep falling asleep on it? And then, of course, I just love it. Now, I just love it. But at first, I don't think I did. I used to find stop motion terrifying. Mm. So that Nightmare Before Christmas, Coraline, like Frank and Weenie, all those movies, I thought they were so scary. But now I think they're so cool, and I love that movie. But I started liking that movie a while ago. I think I got over my stop motion fear. Okay. <laughs> you know, it took me. I, you know, I think this is a theme, and I've said this before. I think um, about like the movie Signs. I, sometimes I need to watch a movie a couple of times to really understand how much I like it. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them. I did not have a great response the first time I saw it. I just I was kind of ho hum about it. And so I, I couldn't remember. So I went and looked back and um, I guess I wasn't the only one. I, it ultimately made about 50 million in the domestic box office in its first run. But the first few weeks it was making like the first week was under $200,000 uh, and then six and then uh, just about 6.5 million after week two. So it started picking up steam and then 16.5. So um, it had big staying power, but I don't think folks were like flocking to see it. Uh, but I think yeah. part of it, Nat, I think you're right. It's the stop motion. Um, I think the songs maybe take a different approach than other songs that you're used to, like in animation. So yeah, and there that- is on Netflix. There's something called "How Movies Were Made" or uh-huh. "How Like Your Favorite Movies Were Made" or something. And there's a holiday version, and Nightmare Before Christmas is on there, and you should watch it. It's actually very informative. Oh, okay, that is very cool, Lisa. All right, so my next question is: Do you think that dogs dream? <laughs> and if so, do you think they can tell the difference between when they're awake and they're dreaming? So this sounds like another inception thing. Like, like, do they like spin the top to see if, if it keeps spinning? <laughs> right. Uh, and I noticed how Scooter chimed in right before this yes, question. Yes, he too, did. So he, he did. must have some opinions here. 
Well, I know that mm-hmm. he definitely like seems like he's dreaming. Like he makes all kinds of racket and he's like almost like roughing in his sleep sometimes mm-hmm. and legs will move and nose will twitch. And almost stuff like, like that. REM, right? Yeah. Um, so you, you wonder what he's dreaming, but I also always wonder. So I do think he can dream, but I do wonder if like when he wakes up, does he understand that it was a dream or is he just like, is it all blend together? All right. Nat, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos on YouTube of dogs, like, running in their sleep. And so I don't think they, like, I I think if they are dreaming, I don't think it's anything too complex. I think it's just, like, I'm playing with my friend. <laughs> but I don't know. Dreaming Dad? of treats. Yeah, you know, I... You know, I'll say this just for the sake of the question, Lisa. Yes, I think that they think our real life is the dream. (laughs) So (laughs) what we think of real life, they're just like, this has to be a dream because I don't have to do anything and you feed me and pet me and walk me. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, they have have it pretty all right. I think Scooter has a pretty good life. Monster jokes. Uh Uh-oh, time for monster jokes. Uh-oh. And Natalie's on Zoom uh, this week again, and I can see the excitement and the anticipation <laughs> in her face. <laughs> She's so set. Okay, so no monster jokes in the in the joke book. So I just I just pulled up uh, some random jokes on some random jokes about dreams okay. on Google. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, person one. Last night I had a dream. Person two. What happened? Person one. I dreamed I was swimming in a pool of orange soda, but it was just a fantasy. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, yeah, no, we get it. All right. Last night, I had a terrible dream that I ate a giant marshmallow. When I woke up, my pillow was missing. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the guy who dreamt he was a muffler? He woke up exhausted. Oh, my goodness. I'm a, I'm a monster <laughs> joke. Monster jokes. Very good. And you know what? Those were literally the first three jokes I found when I typed in. Monster jokes about dreams. Wow. So there's, there's, there's quite the um, yeah, there's, resource there. Yeah, exactly. There's obviously some sort of uh, need for this on the internet. <laughs> okay, that sound means it's time for clips. All right, so here's what we have. We have, uh, I think it's mostly movies this time, movies involving dream sequences. All right, All so right. I'll play the dream sequence and you name the movie. Sound good? Yeah. All right, here we go. Here is clip number one. All right, so that was a dream sequence. Any I kind ideas? of forgot how good that song actually is. <laughs> Do you remember it, Natalie? Yeah, it's from it's from um, the the Gray <laughs> Muppets take the Gray. <laughs> yep, you're the, the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> yes, that's right, the Great Muppet Caper. And yes, I second guessing myself. And so you're right, Nat. That is a great sequence. I think when I was like younger and a kid, I didn't appreciate the song. So I kind of wrote the sequence off. But Mm -hmm. for those who haven't seen, this is Miss Piggy's dream, Mm -hmm. um, actually, of two guys, Kermit and uh, Charles Grodin's character. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> who also had his voice dubbed by like an opera singer, which is really funny. That is really um, funny. But they're like, I guess, fighting over her or they both want her. And so she has, it all takes place in a swimming pool. <laughs> which was part of like, didn't she have like a, it was like a Copacabana kind of place. And she uh, was like a sh- the showgirl and she was. Yeah. Kinda yeah. Kind of like swimming. the Ethel, Ethel the, Merman. Ethel Merman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of yeah. like that. All right. She has like synchronized swimmers like all around her. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of. <laughs> and it's it's actually when I was watching this clip the other day when I was pulling it, it it's kind of fun. It's worth watching to see how they do the puppetry. Yeah. Because I have to imagine, you know, that she gets wet. <laughs> no, the puppet gets wet. And... Do you think there were a lot of wet puppeteers <laughs> doing that I sequence? Think, I think so. <laughs> all right. Here is clip number two. Beauty school drama. No graduation day. School drop out. Your midterms and flunk shampoo. All right. Any ideas on this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Lisa, why don't you go this time? Well, we talked about it last week, too. Grease. <laughs> That's right. Two weeks in a row, Grease makes an appearance. Nice. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, is her name Frenchie? Yes. And she, mm-hmm. yeah, and so she she drops out of beauty school and, or, and she has this uh, dream sequence with Frank. Frankie, no. Yeah, Frankie Avalon, right? Frankie Avalon, yes. And she has pink hair. And she has pink hair. That's right. And Natalie, it looked like you knew that one, too. I did. All right. Here we go. Here is clip number three. Hey, there she is. I must have slipped. Wayne, um, what do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman... You think you're going to hurl. I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. <laughs> if you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. All right. Uh, so I wanted to play kind of the next sequence, but it was a little bit uh, long. But, mm-hmm. um, any ideas bef- before I talk about it? I got it. You got I, it, Lisa? I yeah, don't actually, know. Actually, I think Scooter knows, too. Scooter knows? Yeah, All right, well, Lisa, what is it? Wayne's World. <laughs> yes, Wayne's World. And this is Garth and Wayne talking, and... Then right after this, Garth goes into a dream sequence of um, Foxy Lady, where he's doing a very ridiculous looking dance, um, where he oh, lip syncs and dances. Right. Yes. That's pretty great. And that's truly one of those visuals. I know that this is an uh, audio presentation, but oh boy, that's, that was, that's fun to watch. So highly recommend looking yeah, that up again. Check it out on YouTube. All right. So here we are. We're doing dream sequences. And here is clip number four. I did leave your Uncle Henry. That's just the trouble. And I tried to get back for days and days. There, there. Lie quiet now. You just had a bad dream. Sure. Remember me? Your old pal, Hunk? (laughs) Me? (laughs) Hickory? You couldn't forget my face, could you? But it wasn't a dream. It was a place. And you, and you, and you, and you were there. Oh, all right, it wasn't a dream, Natalie. No, I don't think it was a dream. <laughs> Do you know what this one is? I know what this is, and I have a little. I have something to say after. Oh, good. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. That is right. <laughs> uh oh, and I want to hear this. What do you have to say? <laughs> okay, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and uh-huh. it's making me laugh because I was watching it like five minutes before we started podcasting, and one of the queens' dresses did not go over well with Ru. And he literally said, you look like Dorothy if she was still in the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good, that's a that's good a good burn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. So um, 
at least uh, Dorothy's friends and family think that the whole thing was a dream. Mm, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. So I guess she says it was. I Actually, I like her line. She says it wasn't a dream. It was a place. I like that. That's good. Yes. Okay, one more. Clip number five. All right, this one might be a little bit more obscure from the movie, but Lisa, do you have any ideas? Oh, yes, of course. Yes, I know it. and? A Christmas story. Yes, where Ralphie has a lot of uh, dreams. These are daydreams. Daydreams, He's yes. Save his family. That's right, from yes. The villain. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's been dream sequences. Nice. Good clip. Loved it. Yes. All right, and whose turn is it? I think it's me. Yeah, you, Nat. Okay, go ahead. When you wake up from a dream and go back to sleep, do you go back to the same dream? Ooh. Oh, man. Sometimes I really want to. <laughs> so. I know. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, nope, back, back, back. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm lucky, I do, especially if it's a good one. I mean, sometimes I think I wake up because I'm having a bad dream and then I don't want to go back to it. Mm. But sometimes you're having mm. a good one and then you're like, oh, I want to go back to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, not as often as I would like, I guess is my answer. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's happened, but not very often. It's also like with not good dreams, it also has happened. That's true. It's not fun. That's true. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, ah, I'd prefer to do something else, but your brain's just on whatever the last thing was still. Mm-hmm. All right, my turn. Um, what would you do if you won the lottery? Oh, to aspirational dreams. Yeah, so this is lottery dreaming. I So first of all, before anyone answers... I play this game in my mind all the time. So that uh, we do not have enough time to go through my full answer. But um, I, you know, and, and I mean, I even have like, well, if it's like zero to one million, here's what I do. If it's like one to 10 million, <laughs> it would be this. If you it's know. a Powerball, it'd be this. Yeah, if it's a Powerball and then, yeah, you, you take the whole chunk out at once. So yeah, there I have variations on this one. But ha- have either of you ever thought that? Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you know, obviously the first is like pay everything off, pay off mm-hmm. for your friends and family. Um, but then I think, you know, travel, I think those are the easy, you know, low hanging fruit. But then I think it's like create some sort of cool business, right? That mm-hmm. incorporates the kind of lifestyle that I want to lead. Yeah, I'd say, like she said, like tuition or like student debt stuff. Um, yeah, just making sure family's taken care of. And then what was the second part you said, mom? Did you say travel? Travel, yes. Yeah. I mean, go everywhere. Go anywhere and everywhere. Oh, yeah. Trip around the world is in order, maybe even twice. Yeah. 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 yeah um, you know, it's funny. Um, I know that sometimes people win- winning the lottery is almost not a, is, is more of a curse, I guess, for some people. Um, because, you know, having that much money, maybe not knowing what to do or how to handle it or how to, you know, people will come out of the woodwork, right? Um, but for some reason, I think having a job where my job is basically being a lottery winner, that's that just that in and of itself sounds like something I'd want to do. Like that's my job, just just <laughs> figuring out the lottery or not, not the lottery itself, but figuring out what to do with the winnings. Oh, sure. Hmm. All right, Lisa. All right, so um, do you think answers can come to us when we dream so like we go to bed with maybe a dilemma 
and wake up with a solution. You know, Natalie, what this reminds me of is sometimes when we play a clip and then your mom just like bursts out the answer. I see her waking up going, 42! What's the question? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think definitely yes. Because I think sometimes... This has happened to me before. I have it like I'll be like thinking of a scenario in my head, like ahead of time, like how a conversation will go or something that I'm nervous for. And then I'll have a dream of me like doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, yeah, I should do that then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. I, I do wonder if it, yeah, you kind of, it kind of goes into your subconscious and you kind of think about it and maybe on a deeper level you think about it. So it does help you make a decision, I think. Yeah, so at least are you saying that maybe you're not like really dreaming about it, but it's just it, it's like you're you're thinking about it as you're relaxing and going to sleep, and so then maybe it's not actually a dream, but it's like your your mind still yeah. kind of keeps contemplating it while you're that, in this relaxed state of sleep. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with this. Is I don't know if I actually dream about it, but I do know that if I'm thinking about something at night, um, boy, many times I'll wake up maybe not with the exact solution, but I'll just feel better about about whatever that problem is that I was thinking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Or maybe I will have like a, a brand new idea that I just hadn't thought of before. So yeah, I do think there's something to it. Next question. Yes. If you weren't in your current profession or field of study, what career would you want to pursue? Well, I think I've already said I want to be a, a like a, a lottery winner or like a millionaire kind of by profession. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, I'm kind of with, you know, Lisa, what you were saying before, I, you know, I think a business owner of some sort, but, um, you know, it's not the business owner where you walk into the mom and pop shop and the business owner is there. It's the person who hires the person that's there. Uh, I think that's what would be appealing to me is to kind of manage a lot of different businesses. Did we already ask this question? Uh, not kind of. No, not really. No, not really. I think I'm okay, just sorry. answering it the same way as another question. What about you, Nat? Um, I want to be a hotel reviewer. Oh, you've said this before. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's something I've, I've thought about for like maybe like four years. Because, I, I mean, you get to stay in like luxurious hotels. You could be like, you're a five star. <laughs> and then they like obviously want to treat you like really well. They're going to make sure everything's clean. And they're going to like bring you room service and stuff. And like you don't have to pay for it because you're the one reviewing it, you know? Well, but sometimes those reviewers are anonymous. Yeah, maybe they're a secret shopper. So maybe do you want to be like maybe a, an influencer, like a travel influencer? Where they do uh, I want to be like a, a critic. A critic? Okay. <laughs> Lisa, what about you? Well, this is a tough one for me, which you'd think, I mean, in my advanced age, you'd think I'd have this figured out by now. But I do think it's something that combines, you know, being able to like think through problems and, and come up with solutions, but also physically do things where I can see the outcome. Mm-hmm. So it's like something that's both mentally challenging and then physically you can put it together and it and it happens and it, maybe you have an event at the end or something like that. Those kind of things seem to fill my bucket the most. That almost sounds like a project, right? Like a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. And then you can move on to the next thing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Although I also like to do the same thing over and over again, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird, but I like it. Okay. Uh, my turn, I think. Oh, so we, you know, we had the Ralphie clip. So what is your favorite daydream? So I'll go first. Um, sometimes when I'm riding my bike, um, I, I daydream about riding my bike across the United States. It's about a 3000 mile trip, depending on the route that you take. And here's, what's funny. 
I don't daydream about the actual ride, but I daydream about the logistics of, okay, how do I get my bike to this place? Where do I stay? How many, <laughs> how many miles? So it's almost like I'm working some sort. Boy, I think I'm revealing too much of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that does tell us a lot about you. <laughs> yeah. I daydream about logistics. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> if you, if you know him, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. True, yeah. true. It does. Yeah, I think my daydreams are a little bit more um, not so specific. I think that I daydream of not having to be like kind of responsible for minutia uh-huh. <laughs> and having things kind of just like work out and be able to do things and kind of have free time when I when I want it. Natalie, what about you? Um, I think for me, not like my actual wedding, but like the decoration for it like i'll like go through like how i decorate it Mm -hmm. and like the color scheme and stuff and like what you'd like do and stuff like i think about that a lot just like because i think i think in my brain there's some sort of like interior design in there that i really like doing i think yeah i think you're a designer or or, or a director or some sort of visual medium person um yeah 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 at heart so that that makes a lot of sense yeah and the amount of times you've come to us to say hey can i get some money to re redo my room <laughs> although in all fairness it's only happened a couple times that we actually did it all right just time for about a minute one more question lisa all right have you ever had a premonition that came true Ooh, what does that mean a, like a premonition like a, a you had a, a thought about something and then it came true or maybe a dream or like or like even deja vu. Right? Yeah. Like you thought it, you manifested it, you thought it into Well, I don't know existence. if you really thought it, just more like maybe it was even like a weird passing thought. Like you thought, oh, I bet I'm going to see this person and I haven't seen them in six months and all of a sudden you see them. So has it oh, happened yeah. to you? Yeah. Happened to you now? Oh, yeah. Well, also there's some science behind that. It's called the law of attraction. Because if you think about something, they also call it manifesting. Because if you think about something, sometimes you're subconsciously like making your way to do that, like to have Mm. that happen. Or maybe you're seeing Um, subconsciously seeing like things that might lead you to that happening. Right. But that's definitely happened. Like, especially with like seeing somebody, I'd be like thinking like about like, oh, I remember in class when I saw this person one day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm at the mall and they're right there, you know? Lisa, what about you? Yeah, actually, it's kind of similar. I've I've had similar things happen, and they're usually just sort of benign. It's never anything big, but it's more like, um, gosh, I hadn't thought about that person, and then all of a sudden I see them, and they pop up somewhere, somehow, or something like that. One time, I was really, really craving and wanting this pizza, so I ordered it, and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's all the time we have. That's been Dreams. Woohoo! Very nicely done. All right, Lisa, what did we learn today? We learned that if you hide a bone somewhere in these cushions, Scooter will find it. <laughs> Scooter's been quite active this podcast. Yes, he has. Yes, he has in the room. He's dreaming of bones. <laughs> Natalie. Um, I learned that I'd like to psychoanalyze mom's dreams. <laughs> Are you sure you want to go there? <laughs> I think I learned a lot about myself today. Um, that maybe things I haven't said out loud, like that I daydream about logistics. So <laughs> that does say something about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to do something about that. I think. <laughs> 
All right, email us, goodpartspodcast at gmail.com. Record your voice memo on it. Record your question on a voice memo. If we use it on the air, you will win a fabulous prize. And on behalf of Lisa. Thank you. And Natalie. Bye-bye. And Scooter. This is GJ from the studio under the stairs and parts unknown in Pennsylvania saying see you next time. <laughs>